Spoiler warning. This episode, we talk about movies, we talk about TV, we talk about other things that have a plot. You may or may not want to know about that plot. If you do not want to know about those plots and all the other things that we will talk about, you have two options. One, don't listen. This option is not recommended because, frankly, we need all the downloads and listens we can get. Option two is prepare yourself for disappointment. If you've listened to any previous episodes, you've already done that. So we're halfway there already. You have been warned, we are going to spoil the shit out of whatever the hell we talk about. It will be unstructured, it will be unconsidered, and we will start talking now. Spoiler warning. You're listening to Thoughtless Casual Gaming with Brett and Jace. We are a Geelong-based gaming podcast where we play games badly and then talk shit about them. It's It's been a minute since we've caught up, and I don't know if the listeners know this, but we don't really speak outside of recording. If we can help it. I mean, I'd, I'd barely consider us acquaintances by now. Who are you again? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um... So we thought we'd have a bit of a, a catch-up podcast. This is a bit of a throwback, right? Yeah. Because, like, for, for context, for context, we had a bit of a conversation coming into, shall we call, the latest season um, that basically went, look, we really enjoy the format of the episodes, but what it means when we're trying to sort of, you know, I talk about Blood Bowl, for example, and we might want to promote that to a Blood Bowl group of you know, another community or something right and the problem is is for them to actually get to the content that they might care about they have to listen to an hour of us just talking shit which may or may not be a good thing uh, so yes. so let's the concept split them up was, yeah <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll do dedicated shit talkery and dedicated actual valuable useful ish content um but I think we've neglected the shit talkery. Yeah, for for those playing at home, this will be definitely a uh, shit episode. Trademark, patent pending, patent pending. Uh, so if you are not at all interested in anything we have to say, which quite frankly is everyone, may as well tune out now. Well, glad they're gone. <laughs> <sighs> Now we can talk about them. (laughs) So, yeah, it's been a red-hot minute. So what have you been up to, Jase? What have you been doing? Look, I I, I did try and actually make notes directly before I sent you the link to the recording um, to go. uh, And there was a moment of like, wait, when was the last time we kind of just did a catch-up on on things? How far back do I need to go? Um, So, look. Let's let's start at 1997. Um, no, not quite. So, uh, uh, just thinking out loud because that's the way we run this podcast, people. 
off. That that's how we are. Um, how do we want to play it? Do we want to do just stuff that we've watched first, and then we'll talk about other more hobby related things, or I mean, vice versa? May as well do it that way. I mean, I've pretty much forgotten the format. Now. I don't know. I just otherwise I could be talking for a while. So let's break it up a bit. <laughs> um, stuff I have been watching, and let's 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 start with some interesting interesting offerings. Mm-hmm. I was really excited about the idea of Ms. Marvel. Yes, uh, I was I was very excited about Ms. Marvel until I saw the trailer. Look, I. Hoped that it was a misleading trailer. Um, I, you know, there, there was just so much going for it. A, I genuinely like the character. B, mm-hmm. I, I, I like all of the things that they were trying to do around representation, around, you know, casting the right people for the right roles with the right directors and all that stuff. I think they were just ticking so many boxes. Um and then I saw the trailer and I went, oh, um, no, it's a trailer. That's cool. Let's just give this a bit because, you know, sometimes they don't get 100% right. Um, so I sat down and I watched at least three episodes. Okay. And by episode two, my wife said, you're now watching this by yourself and left. <laughs> um, it's not bad, but I am not the target demographic. Okay. It feels like if if you are the target demographic for High School Musical, you are probably the target demographic for this. Um, it just it, it felt a lot more like teenage drama that just happened to involve superheroes okay. than it did anything else. And I didn't have time for teenage drama. Uh, like the the trailer did turn me off, and I have not even given it a go. So I think I think I marveled out to be quite honest. I think I've had enough of the whole Marvel thing. There's there needs to be something different to, to grab me. And it, it I mean I've always been more DC focused than than Marvel, but yeah, nothing's grabbed me about this. No. Look, I like I like the fact that they are going a little bit more niche. Mm-hmm. You had uh, Moon Knight, as an example, which is a, a, a definite departure from the Marvel kind of feel yes. a, a, a overall, you know, thing. Even you know the latest Doctor Strange again was a bit of a departure from just the. You know, it was it was still a Marvel movie, clearly, mm-hmm. but it definitely had a different focus, a different feel, a different approach to a lot of the the other ones that have been done. It was the Marvel um, version of Evil Dead. It really was. Which is not a bad thing. No, um, not at all. It, it was but... just, you know, yeah. you look at that mm-hmm. and then you look at Thor Ragnarok and then you look at Guardians and then you look at, you know, something a little bit more, you see, even uh, bloody Black Widow. Yep. And there's definite differences in style. And I kind of like that. Branch mm-hmm. out, give give yourselves things, but this feels like a very niche offering. Yeah. It is tar- and I'm really hoping that it's targeted towards a very specific demographic and I just don't happen to be it. Mm-hmm. I want it to succeed, but I also don't want to watch it to make it. Yes. No, that's fair. 
I mean, we'll chuck a spoiler warning in now because a couple of things that we will talk about, we will have spoilers for. It gets too hard. Yeah, yeah look, let's just chuck it in now. Um, but Marvel, look, I'm not sure where Marvel is going now. You know, everything seems to be a bit mixed up and all over the place. And I think, I mean, COVID has definitely had a bit to do with that because, I mean, what was the what was the um, order supposed to be? Not what we got. Not what the moral we got. Of the story. Th- uh, I'm trying to remember. But it was definitely, I think it was Doc Strange, then WandaVision. So WandaVision was like the, the yeah, okay. I, don't know, I don't know. It was the, the, the order was definitely not what they wanted to do. And I think they've sort of struggled with that. Mm-hmm. Look, I've also probably been amazed at how much they're happy to let TV series influence the cinematic mm-hmm. universe, like the actual, you know, the, the, the big screen stuff. Um, I expected all of the TV series, you know, prior to WandaVision, I expected all of the TV series to be kind of small, discreet, contained, spin-off-y type things that yep. wouldn't have a, a greater impact and they've thrown that concept out the window, mm-hmm. um, which is good, but, man, it's complicated. Yeah. But... I mean, but since we had Infinity War, since we had the the multiverse piece, um, and then you even look at you know Spider Man and, and and all that stuff as well. Like at some stage, movies just are getting bigger and more complex and harder to follow, and they need to find a way to rein it back in. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we get a you know, a Captain America, the first Avenger. Again, yeah. how do we go back and get that? How do we get, you know, Iron Man 1, which was, it's rock solid movie. Mm-hmm. But it was discreet. It was self-contained. There was one hero. There was one bad guy. It didn't involve the fate of several universes. And it had like an after credit scene, which tied it into what they were planning. Like, And that yeah. was it. It's, um, it's everything all at once thrown together and it worries me yeah i i feel like they need i I don't want to ground zero rain you know stop start again no but i do want some way to dip in and out of the the multiverse Mm -hmm. you know some days i don't want to have to think about that um some days I don't want to have to think about, you know, anything other than what's on earth, like contain it to one place, a city, a bloody, like Spider-Man is allowed to be a neighborhood yes. thing. Um, yeah. And that's, you know, that's part of what makes him good. Shang-Chi was really good. And that was completely self-contained, really. Like apart from having that was, the, you know, Mandalorian guy in there. Mandalorian? Yeah. Not Mandalorian. Mandarin, <laughs> same thing, same yeah. company, different but you know, bucket. The, the actual one, yeah. Uh, yes, that was, hands down, I still think that was one of the best movies they've produced recently. Yeah, yeah totally agree on that one. Um, but, yeah, like it's, it's getting, and the problem I think they're facing is a lot of these series like are really good and really well done, but 
you know, they've built their name on having things related and getting these movies tied in together to lead up to, you know, said bad guy, right? Kang is supposed to be the said bad guy for this kind of phase that they're doing. The next one, yep. Yeah. But realistically, I mean, WandaVision and Doctor Strange were loosely tied together. Loki, I don't know, you could vaguely tie that. Moon Knight sort of stands alone. Shang-Chi stands alone. Black Widow was in the past. Like, there's really no... And, you know, even even Spider-Man No Way Home. Was it No Way Home? Yeah. Yeah. I, I lose track. Like, they've all got home in them. Spider-Man X Home um, could have tied into Doctor Strange so well, but they seem to have nothing to do with each other. Yeah, but... Lots to do with each other, but not quite. Yes. Yeah, it was it was a, a real weird kind of, a, a, particularly given that they were released in that order. Yeah, I don't know. Um, no, it's it's a weird one. As I said, it's it's how you start being able to flex in and out of that bigger piece, but mm-hmm. leave the big giant scale movies like Infinity War was huge. Mm-hmm. We don't need we don't need that every time. You do need to build up to it, and it feels like that's the baseline now and they're trying to build out from that rather than build up to another one. Yep. And and just complicated situations. Like we've done multiverse. We're about to do Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start talking quantum realms plus multiverse plus timelines. <laughs> it's like when X-Men go full-time travel. Mm-hmm. It breaks my brain. Like, it starts being too hard to follow. Stop it. Wait, when we finish this, remind me to go back in time and put the keys, hide my dad's keys. <laughs> that was the whole end of, like, the, the whole end game, wasn't it? Yeah. It's like, now we go back in time and we, we put things where, ah, oh, now we're getting flashbacks to Bill and Ted. <laughs> After this is all done, you go and steal your dad's keys and put them behind this bush. <laughs> what, this one? Ah, <laughs> excellent. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not tapping out of Marvel, but I'm not, not along for the ride. I mean, I. Look, I am 100% along for the ride for the new Thor. I'm so curious to see. Oh. I read an inter- a, a review the other day which compared it, <gasps> it compared it to Batman and Robin. <gasps> there's going to be nipples. Uh, well, I think there's already nipples, but um, yeah, I mean it's worrying when when one of the people that's seen the film says it's you know Batman shades of Batman and Robin, which I mean surely surely it can't be that bad. I mean Ragnarok was so good. To, uh, I can never pronounce his name correctly. Yep. Um, he yes. is really good, and and uh, I'm worried now. I'm worried. His Ragnarok was still one of my favourites. It was glorious, uh, and you know if they're keeping that kind of same direction, same approach, mm. I'm I'm on board. Yep. I think Equally, I think this guy was just saying he just went too far. <laughs> 
which is like always a concern with comedy, right? It's, yeah, it's the easier way. Um, the other one I am really curious, if they are going, right, if Ms. Marvel is an attempt at niche targeting towards a more sort of high school demographic, mm-hmm. I'm really hoping that She-Hulk is niche targeting in the opposite direction. Yes. I mean, from the trailer, it looks hopefully that way. I'm intrigued and mildly aroused. <laughs> Just got the image of She-Hulk carrying that that guy into bed. Look, it, yeah, Marvel. Like, yeah. We will see. We will but who see. else is offering things? No one else is doing anything. No, that's Do true. Stuff. I mean, bloody Flash is coming out sometime October, I think. And Warner Brothers is still on board the Ezra Miller train, which is weird. For now. For now. Yep. For now. But they de- they seem to be determined to release it with him. Um, although Snyder posted a, a picture recently of just the Justice League logo. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. One more Snyderverse thing would be interesting. <laughs> I still haven't gone back for the four-hour bloody It's much, marathon. It's so much better. It's so much better. I mean, I'm sure it is, but it's also... Four hours. Billion <laughs> hours wrong, yeah. It's like longer than Titanic. Anyway. Anyhow. Anyway. So that's that's the Marvel offerings of mm-hmm. recent times. Um, other stuff. I did finish literally as at last night, Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? It wasn't bad. Yeah. So let's, let, I mean, let's let's throw some caveats in here. I am not a hardcore Star Wars diehard type. You definitely tre- aren't. <laughs> do they do they refer to them as Trekkies? Is that is that the term? Shut anyway. Up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mean, no, I I enjoy it. it. It's cool, but I'm not not diehard at all. I really, and I got through the series, so it can't have been bad at all. Um, I did feel like he spent, how many episodes were there? Six. Great. He spent five and a half of them being a little bitch. And then he grew up in the last half of the last episode and threw some rocks. He threw them magnificently, though. It, that was that was a glorious scene, <laughs> and I really, I just wanted to see more progression of the character rather than a snap moment right at the end to go, oh shit, we better wrap this series up. Um, let's make him a badass now. <laughs> um, I just I, I wanted to see a little bit more. I liked I liked a lot of the surrounding characters. Mm-hmm. That that loader robot, that loader robot was great. The one, that, the one that didn't say a word the whole series. Yeah, he was glorious. <laughs> he may be a main favourite character that whole series. Um, it, it was like though that was very much the first thirty minutes of Wally. <laughs> there is not a word spoken. There is not a word of dialogue, and it is such a good piece of cinema and he was exactly the same there was more feeling in him than there was in most of the actors um i did i really enjoyed leia though 
she that was cast brilliantly. She was fantastic for her age, like to to carry that sort of sense of uh, authority and you know, knowledge. It did give you young Carrie vibes. It did. It, it was, really did. Um, no, it did all of the right things. You're like, yeah, how are you that age? But also, I believe that you're that age because you're a tiny person that's that old. Yeah. Um, no, it actually, that worked really, really well. Um, but, you know, and, and I'm just, I feel a little bit disappointed. Like, I, it, again, they can't change the, the timeline significantly with this, no. right? It's a prequel. So you need all of the characters who are there in later ones to be alive. Yes. And you, also, you're limited. I mean, like the, throwing back to Rogue One, Rogue One, you know, they couldn't change the outcome. Like you knew what was going to happen in the end, but yet all these characters were new and they could do things with them. Whereas with Obi-Wan, like there's no sense of, you know, oh my God, he's in dire peril <laughs> because he's not ever going to lose, you know. Yeah. You're going to live, you're going to live, you're going to live, and you guys are all secondary. Yeah. Yep. So it doesn't matter. Um, but, you know, when you put those characters in positions where one can chop the head of the other off with a lightsaber and they choose not to after they've been <laughs> given every possible A, opportunity, and B, reason, you start to question things. Look, I enjoyed Obi-Wan for what it was. I, I really enjoyed sitting down watching it i think you know i did like every episode on the wednesday pretty much when it came out um and the last episode had some really badass moments but there were so many plot holes throughout the whole thing like for whatever reason the reaver the second sister or third sister or twelfth sister or whatever she was like, yep. she can move at the speed of light. Like, she gets to wherever she wants to be in seconds. Um, and then, you know, Obi-Wan gets a mountain thrown on him and Vader just walks off, whereas Vader can sense this guy's presence from, you know, across the across bloody space universe. Yeah. and yet somehow doesn't know that the, the small mountain he's thrown has not killed him. Yeah. Yeah. Look... <laughs> I don't know. Star Wars, er, like, Star Wars, I enjoy Star Wars for what it was. Nothing, I don't think, is ever going to take the place of the original trilogy for me because, you know, when they came out, I was young and impressionable and, and, you know, I accepted everything and loved it to pieces. Now I'm like, you know, that's good, that's good, that's not good, that's average, that could be done better. you're saying it's not Star Wars' fault. It's just the fact that I'm now old and jaded. Yeah, look, that, um, that could be it, man. Equally, I will I'm say jaded. things that I appreciated from this, I did like the, again, spoilers, people, um, I did like the twist for bloody 13th sister twice removed or whatever her name was. Um, I did like the twist at the end with her. Mm-hmm. Um it didn't mean or do anything, but it was kind of a nice little moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually really enjoy some of the uh, 
things that they're throwing into the fight choreography now. Yes. I mean, and they did it actually. The Darth Maul fight scene way back when mm-hmm. had a couple of these moments where he's there doing the double lightsaber battle thing, right? And you see him just throw his hands backward and it picks up a rock or something yep. which hits the switch which opens the door so they keep fighting through that kind of stuff. There were these mm-hmm. little – but there was actually a lot more of that in this choreography where there were these little tiny force moments where they're, you know, is throwing a rock to trip someone up or they're doing it. Are there these like smaller things? Mm-hmm. It wasn't giant, giant force push. Kind of, it was those. Fine. Yeah. Um, it, equally with the Vader – third sister fight scene where he didn't even pull a lightsaber out. He's like, no, that that was the ultimate badass. Like, fuck you. It's like, I don't even need to draw my lightsaber to defeat you. Yeah. That was, that was, it was some cool moments. Like there was some absolute cool moments, but I just, yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Apparently, you know, all you need to do to survive a lightsaber to the stomach is to really hate somebody. So, yeah, I mean, the, the, they never explained off the head inquisitor guy. Yeah, apparently, how did he get back? Apparently he has two stomachs and he <laughs> – so losing oh, one so it wasn't was just, a big deal. It was just but bad never, anatomy. Yeah, they never ne- never mentioned that. And then, you know, Reva's had two lightsabers through her in the course of her life and she still manages to get up and find Luke in, in as much time as it takes Obi-Wan to go through a door. She limped a bit. <laughs> She's got hyperspace brain matter or I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, don't I, know. I was very confused about what's his face coming back in the end, but, you know, mm. I, I, it. there's an old Star Trek movie reference where I reckon it's a, a William Shatner moment where he, he kicks the alien in the knee and he falls down. He's like, oh. Yeah, not everyone has their genitals in the same place as you guys. Um, I'm like, it's almost an anatomy moment like that. Yeah. Um, anywho, um, so yeah, look, wasn't bad. Worth worth plugging through. Um, I am enjoying more right now. Umbrella Academy. I haven't haven't finished it. They're all available, but I'm not not all yep. the way through it yet. Um, again, I think I'm being hard to please lately. Because I'm enjoying it, I'm watching it, but it's I, I'm you know watching an episode or two a week, even though they're all available. How many episodes are in season three? Do you know? Seven, eight, something like that. Episodes, seasons are getting really short these days. Like, what's going yeah. on? I remember back in the day, you know, and a season would be 22 episodes or whatever. Yeah. It's not 300 episodes. It's not really a season. <laughs> um, and look, at, at least they haven't done that thing where it's like a season that's, you know, 12 episodes long, but they have a big year-long break in the halfway through. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, again, it's not long, um, but... I am finding it, I will say, I'm finding it a little bit more of the same and I'm mm-hmm. finding the characters harder to really empathise with. They've all had stuff happen to them. They've all had moments and they're all acting a certain way and there's a reason, right? But I just don't feel like they've had enough room to, you don't buy it. 
Alison's Alison's being a turd at the moment, and sure she's had some trauma, but be a decent human still. Like, or give me a, give me more time or more something to to buy into the way you're reacting, the way that you are. Um, I will say I liked the Vanya moment. So they've they've done a reference to um, Elliot Page and the the gender. Um, change, um, and they've they've changed the name of Vanya to Victor. Okay. Um, but there's literally a piece really early in the series where she goes and gets a haircut, and she comes out, and they're like, "Oh, nice hair," and he's like, "Yeah, Victor." And each of the characters has like a little mini reaction. You can kind of go, "Oh," or they're going. I don't get it. Or they're going, oh, now this makes sense. Like they all have a little in-character moment, which is nice. And from that point on, they just get it right. It's okay. just, it's it's in the past and it's now Victor and they got all the pronouns right and it's things. So they kind of do this really good moment in the series, which is probably like you wouldn't want to spend any more than they did on it. And they just kind of acknowledge it. They have a moment. She has some space to kind of explain it and say what's going on. They all have a little bit of a adjustment. And then it's just a non-issue for the rest of the series, which I actually really liked. Okay. That is good. Because, yeah. I mean, they probably needed to address it in some way. Like if it was a brand new series, it wouldn't be an issue, but... Yeah, season Correct. three of something that's been going on and it has been as popular as it has. Yeah. So they need to do something, but it was just, you know, it was, it seemed really tasteful. Okay. And, you know, it kind of got to the moment in that episode, I'm like, it was almost a moment. And again, me being really hard to please at the moment, I'm like, okay, I get it. Can we, are we done now? Um, and then they were done. They just okay. went on about the rest of the series. <laughs> it was great. They kind of timed it just right. Um, yeah, it's it's an interesting one. But as I said, like I suppose there's only so much you can do with mm-hmm. the the formula um, and the characters and all that jazz. I am enjoying the the playoff with the Sparrow Academy, which we met at the very end of the last mm-hmm. season. Yeah. Um, so they're a big play in, throughout the entire series. So um, Ben's back, isn't he? Ben's back as a sparrow. Yep, and a, and a bit of a jerk. <laughs> um, How's Klaus is, this season? He was my favourite. He's still my favourite. Although <laughs> he's again, we're having we're having moments, and they're all having these kind of self reflection moments. And Klaus is. Yeah, it was this whole piece around because all of the kids were adopted mm-hmm. at birth kind of deal and he had this whole piece around meeting his mother and knowing his mother and, and finding out who this was. Um, and without giving too much away around, around the whole series, that doesn't really sort of play out with him. Mm-hmm. But he also meets this new version of his adopted dad um, now because mm-hmm. he's running the Sparrow Academy and so he has this kind of interesting relationship with him as well. Um, and, you, you, yeah, it's it's still very much Klaus. Oh, it's actually wow. the one the one I'm kind of enjoying is Diego. Okay. Um, who's been okay. And, again, I, I don't think he really 
like they're pretty lame ass superpowers. They are. Or they they need to do a better job of them. But um yeah. Um but again, they put him in some really awkward kind of just situations. And it's just it's interesting seeing him almost act like an adult for a change. Um there's some there's some interesting little ways that they they play it out. But look, again, it's it's good. It is. If you've liked the other ones, you'll probably like this. But I'm just, I'm just not hanging. I haven't binged it. As I said, I'm still not finished. I've done a couple of episodes a week, and that's kind of enough. Mm-hmm. I just looked it up. It's ten episodes, same as the last two seasons. So oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. What am I up to? I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, Look, I'm, I'm intrigued. It's something I will give a go. Um, I did enjoy first season, especially. I enjoyed. Um, yep. But I love Klaus, and I walked in on the missus a couple of weeks ago watching, rewatching Misfits, oh. and I was like, "Oh, that's something I need to go back and watch again." And yeah, yeah. just I joined her for a couple of episodes, but I'm like, "No, nah, I need to start this from the start because you know, yeah, characters in that are just at least the first two seasons are really good." All right. Where am I up to? Let's have a quick look here. Seen that. Seen that. Seen that. No. I... All right. I've gone at least six. Okay. That's a fair effort. Maybe, maybe, maybe seven. You're over halfway there. Yeah. Yeah. Any other uh, season, any Marvel, you know, Star Wars season, you'd be done by now. Yeah, well, this is it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it, again, it's good. It's got some interesting twists. Some of the characters are becoming irritating just because you don't understand why they're reacting the way they are because mm-hmm. they're being completely irrational. They have had trauma, but I just don't feel like we get to get enough of it to really buy into it. Yep. And, again, the world's ending. They need to fix it. Rinse, repeat. Same old, same old. Pretty much. Yeah. Just another end of the world. Um, that's that one. And then probably the only other thing I've really heavily gone headfirst into is The Boys. The Boys. Season three, mm-hmm. the hero-gasm season. What are your thoughts so that far? Hero-gasm was the most underwhelming thing about the entire thing. Oh, look, they built up to it so much and it was just one, it, was, it wasn't even a full episode and it was the B-listers yeah, having but, hero-gasm, whereas in the comics it is just so much more. But even with the B-listers, right, I, I feel like you could show that on free-to-air TV after 7 o'clock. <laughs> Like, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm becoming desensitized, but I expected to be a little bit more than what I got. Look, they they tried to incorporate a few things and I mean how far did they get? They got a, a wall of semen getting thrown at somebody, they got um you know, octopus love uh love sausage. It was oh, really he, he good made a return. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I mean, it was just, you know, some of the scenes, they, they kind of paid homage to the to the book, 
but in a really sort of weird way. So, for example, um, you know, there was a scene, there was a moment there where you heard a lady saying, come on my hump, but you don't actually see it, whereas in the comics it's fairly obvious what's going on there. <laughs> so they, I don't know. I don't know how much they could have done and gotten away with. I just feel like if you're going to put it in right, mm-hmm. put it in, <laughs> as my wife would say. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just, just do it. Uh, just go hard. The, like The main issue, the, the main difference between, and I'm going to go into the comics here because- Go for like, because I haven't read them, so this is good. The, the, the comics, uh, I've read through all the comics multiple times before the, the TV show was a thing. Um, in Herogasm, one of the main- I mean, it's it's everyone. So it's the A-listers, it's the B-listers, C-listers, it's the villains. They're all getting together because there are villains as well. And, like, the villain aspect of it all is very much uh, I'm going to play up being a villain to, you know, sell shares and all the rest of it and to promote. Yeah, the villains are behind it, are in on the whole act as well. Which I feel like isn't played on anywhere. No, because there aren't really any villains. No, I mean, I don't, I don't know whether they've just they haven't got the time, effort, or budget to to do yeah. it. But I'm like, where's the other half? But I mean, there's a scene. So the idea is payback in the comics is kind of the second rate seven, and. You know, people are trying to, like, when, when you're in the seven, you get the best of everything, right? You get the most money, you get the most fame, all that sort of stuff. So people are obviously trying to work their way up from these B-grade teams, like the, the G-men, who are the X-men equivalent, and Payback are the, the, basically the second team. Soldier Boy leads Payback. And so there is a scene where Soldier Boy is lying in bed next to Homelander and Homelander is explaining that he hasn't quite done enough and he's not going to get in the seven this year, but keep trying and, you know, and Homelander, uh, sorry, Soldier Boy leaves and goes, um, you know, this, this, what we're doing, it's not gay, is it? Homelander's like, gay, of course not. You know, you're Soldier Boy, I'm Homelander. Of course it's not gay. <laughs> And Soldier Boy walks off and Homelander goes, I can do anything I want. Um, so, I mean, Soldier Boy definitely is a different figure in the comics than he is in this one. Absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you could have had Soldier Boy and Homelander in bed naked together, but there are definitely aspects. I mean, it Look, was potentially not that island. piece. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, yeah, I just wasn't I wasn't shocked the way I was hoping to be shocked um but you've been there seen that everything um, (laughs) done it before (laughs) this was one time at band camp um (laughs) I stuck a flute up my look we've all been there right yeah um this is a safe space of sharing (laughs) and all that so anyway um beyond Herogasm and the the mildly, you know, the, the sort of MA15 plus version mm-hmm. um, that we got. It's, I really like 
the way they continue to up the ante and leave you not knowing how it's going to play out. Yes. Fundamentally, that is the thing they're doing. They've got a bunch of super unhinged, super high-powered characters, and you just don't know at any given time how anyone's going to react, mm-hmm. and it leaves – it means that you're – you're always left with this sense of kind of impending doom going into the next episode, going into the next thing. It's just this, oh, shit, I don't know how any of this is going to play out because any one of these characters is so flawed it could go one of several different ways. Um, And even the good guys are are the same, right? Mm -hmm. Like, um, Everyone everyone is screwed up. Like, uh, the thing that did it for me, like, was – Supersonic and A Train in the um, in the elevator. I mean, A Train had been complaining and bitching and all the rest of it, and I thought for sure, you know, that he was going to be part of this. But yeah, you kind of you know you saw that episode gearing up to be an everybody on Homeland brawl that was probably going to be awesome. Yeah, like I would pay to see that. Um, but then, again, <laughs> they just they just pull the rug out from under you in good ways. Like, mm-hmm. this is great. I also love the fact that we got to the end of that episode, right? And I had to Google what Supersonic's powers were because we hadn't actually seen them. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Like, uh, they, they introduced so many of these characters from the, from the books. A lot of them are introduced in, in different ways and, and different. they take different shapes, different forms, all the rest of it. Um, but uh, there's so many characters and there's so many more because there's, there's, other, there's spin-off TV shows coming. So ones that aren't going to include the seven, they're going to be based around like the, you know, like the G-Men type teams. And they could go so far with this. And I just love it. I mean, they, they, hopefully they do a season two of Diabolical as well because I really enjoyed that. That was fun. Yeah. That was, yeah. And again, it was just one of those ones that you can just take little moments in time and these just mm-hmm. great little pieces where you're like, it doesn't actually touch the, the no. wider piece. Well, there, um, there was I, that scene in the, in the latest episode, which was kind of Diabolical, mm. with all the cartoon characters. Yeah, and like I liked the different animation styles. I liked all of that. That was that was actually kind of super cool. Um, are they taking the deep too far? I don't know. <laughs> probably open, open. <laughs> probably going to take me even further. I'm just curious, actually. I just just had a thought, and I had a thought while I was watching it. But um, uh, who was the main character that was talking to Noir? Was it? It was a squirrel or something, wasn't it? Yeah, the squirrel with like the the speech impediment. Mm. Was that was that voiced by the guy that voiced Happy? Did you ever watch Happy? I not properly because I reckon I reckon they really sounded very similar, and whether it was a um, intentional play intention- or whether it was yeah yeah I reckon at least it would have been a. An homage. 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 An homage. Yeah. Homage-y. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm here. not sure. I'm just, I'm just scrolling through, seeing what I can see. Horse tummy, horse tassa. 
flagship, blah, 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 Great podcasting material. I was about to say, this is epic podcast. <laughs> now, um, all told, as I said, I, I, hanging out, what, the, I think it's the last episode this Friday um, for this series. They have a lot to wrap me. up. They have a lot to wrap up and a lot of stuff can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even with that whole temp V piece. Yes. Um, the temp V is very I'm, interesting. I'm starting to count how many doses everyone's had. Yes. <laughs> you go back and you're like, oh, wait, like, wait. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. One, two, three. It wasn't the same guy, but it, so it was definitely yeah. homage. Um. You know, let's see what happens with Kimiko. Yes. Um, yeah. So I really fun. like the, the relationship she has with Frenchie. Like that's, that's straight from the comics and it's just it beautiful. It's the most wholesome thing in the world. It's mm-hmm. lovely. And they're these completely broken people. But yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's glorious. I'm actually really starting to enjoy her fascination with classic movies too. <laughs> yes. And musicals and stuff. Like that's, that's creeping in more and more. Um but yeah, I think look, that is probably the top of the list at the moment by far. Yeah. But that is probably all of the exciting stuff that isn't bluey that I've watched. <laughs> and let's be clear, new series in a bluey is not bad. Um I did watch one or two episodes in my lunch break. Yeah. Without the kids. <laughs> no, because they ruin it. They ask questions or do stuff and get distracted and you have to watch them and stuff. No, I need to focus kids. There's important, you know, stories and, and messages here. Yeah. Well, I mean, the only things that I've really watched apart from those, um, I did finish Moon Knight. So Moon Knight, I started and watched the first three episodes and then just never went back to for a while, which was weird because I was really enjoying it. And I really, like Egyptian mythology has always done it for me. But for whatever reason, I just hadn't gone back to it. So I finally went back and finished that off. And, yeah, really enjoyed that. Probably the best of the Marvel, you know, definitely the best of the Marvel TV shows for me so far. It's a big call. Yeah. Well, is it? I mean, is it? it, Look, I may have WandaVision. is the only one that I'm comparing it to, really. It's it's either that or WandaVision, and I'm pretty sure that pips it for me. Yeah. Um, Loki. Was I like okay. the concept. I like the concept, but the fact that it's going to a season two really shat me up the wall. Oh, what? Yeah. Uh, not really. Yeah, like not really. I, it was kind of, I was getting to the end. I'm like, how are they going to wrap this up? And then the, the end credits was like, Loki will return season two or something. I'm like, really? Oh, I forgot about that. Um, Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. That was a small screen Marvel cinematic. Like, that was just a movie. Yeah, it wasn't anything overly special. No, it had good stuff. I'd see why yeah, they look, needed I, it for setup, but. I finished it. Yeah. I didn't stop watching it. But I wouldn't go back and watch it again. Um, but the only other thing I've been doing is I'm still plugging my way through Sons of Anarchy again. And it's been a while since I've watched it. I think I only finish it the one so seven seasons uh was it like 13 episodes a season it's a lot um so i've been making my way through it quite 
for quite some time and I don't think I'd seen it since it finished up, right? So since season seven was aired, I don't think I've watched it again. And my memory's a little bit fuzzy because there's been, I mean, it's not a, it's not a happy show. There's a lot of characters in it. And there's not too, I've got one episode to go and then I'm done. And there's not many of those characters left, I'd say. But my memory on when some of them go is a bit fuzzy. Like there's a guy in there who was one of my favorites. Um, and I could have sworn he was pretty much out in season three. And Still kicking? Yeah, no. He, well, he died in the, in the second last episode. <laughs> Um, and there's others which I'm like, oh, oh I forgot you died. <laughs> so, yeah, no, but really enjoying that. Really, it's a good show. It's a really good show. It uh, has a couple of off seasons, like season three when they go to Ireland for half of it. It's kind of like, eh, whatever. But um, it's got a lot of cool people in it. A lot of uh, cameos, lots of interesting characters uh, and interesting people show up. So the guy who played the thing in the original Fantastic Four films, the guy from The Shield, I forget his name, he showed up in the last episode. Um, Courtney Love is a school teacher. Alive? In this season. Um, so he's still alive, is that what we're well, saying? I mean, it's been... In the show, she's still alive. Are you saying in the show or real life? I'm just in real life. Is Courtney Love still alive? <laughs> I mean, this show this show finished years ago, though. So, yeah, fair call. Uh, it's probably 10 years old. The, I'm still surprised. Who else has shown up? Triple H was in one episode in the background. Uh, <laughs> wasn't reason. actually invited. He was just, you know. <laughs> no, he was just there. Um, Marilyn Manson's been in this season. Henry Rollins was in a season. There's been some interesting characters that come and go. But, yeah, really enjoying it. And, and because it's something I've seen before, it's something I can chuck on in the background and tune in when I go, oh, yeah, I need to watch this bit. Uh, or I don't need to watch this bit. I can focus on something else, yeah, like playing on my phone or, you know, tidying up the house or whatever it is that I'm doing at the time. So... It's been good like that. I might have to do Misfits next. I've got a real yeah. Misfits craving. At least the first three seasons. Yeah. I think it's the. First, I think after three, it, they change characters and it goes bad. Yeah, no. Not bad, but it's just not the same. It, it went very weird very quickly once. Because um, oh, I've forgotten his name. Is it Robert? Robert Klaus. Yeah. He's... Is he one season or two seasons of Misfits? I think he's two. Yeah. And then... But yeah, they replace him and they try really hard to replace him, but it just doesn't quite... So they, they replace him with... He generally... Like, he's the comedic value, and he gets replaced by the guy who is Cassidy and Preacher, and I'm, I'm forgetting everybody's name here. Uh, and he does a decent job, but when the rest of the original cast get replaced including uh game of thrones inhumans guy 
Iowan. Iowan. It's got one of those like Yep, Irish. that guy. Yeah. Um when he he goes and the rest of the first season cast go, it's it's probably not worth continuing. Yeah, I didn't think I even got that far. Yeah. I mean the yeah, they they had all sorts of things and all sorts of reasons why people left. I mean, you know, Robert went on to do other things and uh, Game of Thrones guy went on to do other things. What was his name in Game of Thrones? Bolton. Mm-hmm. Ramsey. Ramsey Bolton, yeah. Uh, so he's done decent things. And then there was the long-haired chick that got arrested because she went off at a taxi driver and then she lost her spot on the show. So it's very <laughs> stif- there's varying reasons why they got rid of the cast. Some are good, some are bad. But, yeah, no, nah, that'll be next for me. i got one more episode of Sons and then I can find something else to stick on in the yeah. background when I'm doing shit. Good. I could get on board that, actually. I've watched Misfits for years. Yeah. I think it's all on Netflix, too. Oh, that's handy. Yeah. I mean, I think we've got the first I don't know. I don't know really quickly whether we have spoken about, but I did go through on Netflix, The Legend of Vox Machina. Have we mentioned this? I don't know. Doesn't, <gasps> doesn't ring a bell. All right. Really quickly, as a premise... It is an animated Netflix series mm-hmm. that is basically a D&D series, a D&D play game. So the is Critical Role critical guys. Critical Role. Yeah, it's the Critical okay. Role guys. They do that as an animated series. Okay, this I need to see. And it is exactly what you expect on the tin. They have Scanlan the Bard, mm-hmm. little, uh, who is the, he is the deviant that he is. Am I hearing background news in the air? Yes, you are. He's calm. Okay. Right. So, yes, <laughs> um, this is on Netflix. Critical, yeah, Critical Role, who actually just as a podcast – is glorious. Mm-hmm. Um, if you just want to listen to voice actors play D&D, it's the best. Okay. Um, but as a animated series, it is so good. Oh, right, binged, right. binged the shit out of that one. All right, I need to find um, it. Yeah. Speaking of animated, Love, Sex and Robots, season three, so good. I had to, I had to go back and start rewatching, like season one. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I uh, have watched a couple of those episodes more than once. Yeah, because they're so, so easy. They're so self-contained and. Like, they're just visually beautiful, some of them. They are. But I am also finding it's one of those ones, if you look away, you miss bits. So yes. you have to, again, it's only 15 minutes, but you've got to pay attention. Yes. Um, so, again, it's dedicated watch time that I haven't just got all the way through yet. Um, no, fair. Yeah, we'll get there. It was like diabolical for me. It was one of those ones that I could sit there and watch an episode during my lunch break at work. Yeah. So, easy enough. They are those ones, though, where you're like, I haven't got time to watch a whole movie, but I have got time to watch four hours of 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, very much so. Anyway, shall we go back old school time and take a break? Have music <gasps> include. I have to find some music. Yeah. All right, let's do that. And we'll All come right. back and we'll talk about things that aren't things that we watched. All right, sounds good. Sounds like an icy blast I'm never 
we're back. I think we are. It's been a while. I'm not sure exactly how this works anymore. <laughs> All right. After the musical interlude, we are back. Shall we talk gaming? Have you done any gaming? I have done a yeah. little bit. Before we do, can I? Yeah. Do, I have just realised, literally in this moment, how closely I have been flirting with danger through all of my hobby sessions. So, I looked over on my desk, and I have two very similar-looking bottles of very similar-looking fluid. <laughs> uh, case in point, right? And they were were facing away from me, so I didn't even have labels. One's red, one's yellow, but they look very, very similar, right? Mm -hmm. They're the same size, the same shape, the same manufacturer. Now, one of these is a lovely little thing called Magic Mix by Joe Sonia. It's basically uh, an acrylic medium um, that has a little bit of drying retarder in it and stuff and is just good to help thin paints and stuff, right? I've been trying that out. That's fine. And it's sitting here for that very purpose. The other one sitting directly, like literally next to it in exactly the same style bottle with exactly the same label and all that jazz is Crackle Medium. Okay. I think I've dodged a bullet. (laughs) Not things you want to get mixed up. No. Um, No. They they look way too similar and that is going all the way over here. (laughs) I thought this was going to be like a a paint water, not paint water scenario. No. Don't put those next to each other, kids. That's a bad idea. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. What are we talking about gaming? Um, Look, we've done a little bit um, beyond Blood Bowl, which we've talked about plenty of, so I'm not going to go into it. There's been a couple of sort of casual friendlies and all that jazz as well and some starting to do some sort of intro games or some refresher games for some peeps, um, which is all glorious. And if you want some, let me know because I will play more of that in a heartbeat. Um, it's probably been two two other ones. Um, I actually played a game, and this is uh, a while ago now. I'm trying to remember how many weeks ago, but I'm not going to try. Um I played a game of Warhammer Fantasy Battles 7th mm-hmm. edition. Um, this is following the ongoing question on, on the local sort of Warhammer Fantasy chat uh, where the, the conversation on at least a weekly basis is, so wait, which edition are we playing? I want to play eighth. What about fifth? I like sixth. I th- honestly, I think seventh is better. What about se- sixth? But we use seventh books. Oh, no, seventh, but with six books. Um, and, and no one actually aligns. Um, and then somebody says, oh, no, we're playing this edition. And everyone goes, oh, yeah, but I don't like that one. Um, uh, the issues that you have when you have 27 different versions of the same game. Yeah. And. Some of them are very different. <laughs> um, but anyway, I basically decided that I liked 7th edition. Um, and 6th edition is basically 7th edition anyway. Um, so whichever one of those I can get games of, cool. My army list doesn't fundamentally change that much. So I can basically build one army to play both and don't care. And the others can die in a fire. Um, that's that's my view of the world now. Um which is great. It gives me some focus and things. Um, so I have been sort of trying 
in amongst all of the other projects to, to put together a bit of an army for these. Um, but old mate of mine, Adam, said, hey, want to get a game? Do you want to come up and or roll some dice or throw some dice, more to the point, because that's exactly where we played. <laughs> um, and because the army I'm building is currently in pieces, everywhere around like literally everywhere around me is this um, still the corks yeah yeah this is this is my cork army that i've converted some stuff and i've based some stuff and i've got but there is just so many bits and sprues and pieces hacked apart and waiting to be green stuffed and things and like you know, let's see if it ever happens it might i might get focus again one day um so instead of taking those i took that exact army list and I proxied it with a whole bunch of stuff I had already in the cupboard painted and based and ready to go, um, which worked really, really well. Uh, and look, the the highlight of that is Adam took what was actually a super fun list because he had, you know, it was a relatively small points game, but he still put dragon in Ooh. on there. Um, and yeah, but it wasn't a big dragon. It was only the baby dragon, which was okay. Um and he put a whole lot of cavalry on the table, which was great. Um, he did like a dragon prince, a high elf dragon prince thin list where it had a dragon and had a whole bunch of dragon princes, which the the, the horse riding mm-hmm. guys, you would think they ride dragons, but no. Um, and I had a lot of moments during that game where I remembered that I used to know how to play this game. But no longer do? It was... Yeah. Oh, it's just things that used to be second nature. You're just like, oh, that's right. This was stupid for all of the reasons I used to know five years ago. Um, so there was a lot of that. And there was a lot of, uh, all right, if I played this a little bit more, I'd actually get the hang of this and I wouldn't have done that thing and I would have done something different here and it was good. But again, uh, the, the joy of the the big square wheelie bases and the ranking and the flanking and the like this was back to guessing um ranges which i really enjoyed Mm -hmm. because i hadn't done it forever so i'm no longer any good at it um so you start doing all right so you know things like charge distances yep you you charge double your movement value cool but you're not allowed measure before you say i'm going to charge a thing yep So you have to guess and then your opponent guesses whether you're in range to determine whether they want to run away or shoot you or do something else. So there's, there's a lot of, I think I am more accurate than you, um, which I'd forgotten about and I have lost all ability. Um, but that was kind of the joy of it as well. Uh, so look, super fun. I will end up playing some more at some stage when I have some more time and space and, I do eventually want to finish this army one day. One day. Um, but I, I have a lot of other projects on the too go. Too many projects. Too many puppies. Yeah. So many puppies. Maybe I should just build it, make, make it coat. Maybe. If I take all of those puppies. <laughs> um, yeah. Good fun. So that was that was absolute cracker of a night. It was cracker of a game. I lost horribly, um, but it was just all of those moments throughout the game. And I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this. <laughs> yeah, um, it was, yeah, super super fun, um, and still the best edition of Warhammer I've played. So it, it works in all of the things. Um, 
but that's fine. Other people want to play eight and that's a mistake for them. Um, and then the last one, I really, the, the other, only other game I've really dived into was Marvel United. Yes, we had a couple of games of this the other week. And God, it was good to bring that out again. It's such a good game. Always. Every single time I'm reminded on how good a game that is and how just it it balances not being a brain melter, being really accessible for people, even if they don't really play mm-hmm. a lot of games, um, but also having enough tactics and, and stuff to keep it interesting. Um, and then you add a stupid amount of Kickstarter. Yes. Type so models. Many like, models. Oh, well, I had never have to play the same game again. No. Ever. Uh, look, it's it just uh, we we went through we played four games of the X-Men version. So any X-Men character you can think of, we had more or less in the Kickstarter. So so many games, so much fun. And it's you know, we've talked about United before. It's a board game, cooperative board game, where you know we the first time we played, we lost very badly every game. I think, uh, but we've worked out. You know, it's a cooperative game. You're supposed to play with each other, and yeah. once we got that, <laughs> you don't, you don't, yeah, it's it's not four people playing for the same objective. It's four people playing together for the same objective for a for the same objective. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we had, yeah, four games. We just chose characters we liked the look of. We chose enemies we liked the look of. I mean, the, the book says for you know, new players, try Sabretooth as the first enemy. So we tried Sabretooth and we stomped all over Sabretooth. That was great. Uh, second one, we went Brood Queen because, I mean, some of when I first really got into X-Men comics, uh, it was the Brood series which I absolutely love. I've got a statue of Wolverine being transformed into a brood right next to me as we speak. That's what yeah. that is. So they're basically aliens that come on board. They The series that I was reading, which terrified me and gave me so many nightmares as a kid, but I loved. Um, the queen basically injects, was injecting mutants, and they would turn into mutant versions of the brood. So they would That's still have their, their skills and abilities. And it's basically aliens on, on another level. Uh, so we played the Brood Queen second game and got stomped by her, which seems fair. Uh, after that, we played Sauron and beat him and then Mystique. Mystique was a, an interesting one because... That was her Yeah, it line. was because she not only... I mean, the Brood Queen spawned brood minions which we would have to take down and try and deal with her at the same time mystique came along with with toad avalanche who else destiny pyro yeah and some of them were doing some mad ass damage to us uh but yeah like good fun such a good easy co-op game that you can sit down play four games of in a night and then not feel like your brain's melted Broken. out of your ears yeah. or anything. It was just nice and easy, simple to understand, simple to get the idea of, simple to play. Oh, we need to we need to bust this out more often. Yep. 
some more yeah. of that. And I said, I want to play um, the the Marvel version brought out a teams option mm-hmm. of it. So you can play like a, a two on two or a three on three to race for the objective effectively. So I'd be curious to yep. try that. Um, yeah. yeah. No. Lots of options, but just good fun. Good fun. Like, I, I don't want to buy more of it, but I, I, I must. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So four games of that. Anything else? Been playing any Xbox or anything recently? I played. I look. I got a little bit more Blood Bowl on the mm-hmm. Xbox. Just just cracking out a few more teams, but that's, just for something different. That's about it. Just yeah. <laughs> um, I wasn't getting games in on the off week, so no, that's fair enough. Let's do something. <laughs> I had to do something. Um, but no, that that is literally about all I've done gaming wise. No, it's not too bad. It's been that, and then more Blood Bowl than you can poke a stick yes. at, which has been great. More Blood Bowl is good Blood Bowl. Um, I have been doing a bit of Xbox playing, and a lot of that is the same game, which is weird because it's I've been playing a lot of NHL 22, which is just weird because it's a sporting game that's not Blood Bowl. Well, it's like, this doesn't feel like it's your usual Not jam. usually. I mean, I've always enjoyed the NHL games but i've never really dug in and played them a lot whereas this one um you know i've created my dude and i've i've stuck him in and he got called up to the big leagues and i am currently and i looked this up about halfway through i'm like i wonder how many games are in an nhl hockey season Uh, what would be your guess how many um, games? I mean, the season's what? Probably six months, right? Yeah, if you're going, if you're assuming it's like a half year sitch, um, and I'm guessing you're playing. Well, are you playing weekly? I assume you're playing weekly. So does that make it like twenty six games? Yeah, look, that would be a yeah, you know, that would be a legitimate guess, right? <laughs> Eighty two. Wait. That's more yeah, than Yeah, some, some games, uh, some weeks they're playing three, four games a week. Is that yes. a thing? It's a, I mean, it's a state thing. That is absolutely earning your keep as a professional sportsman. What the fuck are these slackers <laughs> over this side of the pond doing? Uh, 82 games. Oh, I've got to spend three weeks in rehab. No, it's good. Oh, mate. And I suppose... It, Put a bandaid on it. Get in the states, they've got enough people that will turn up. Like your team's playing three nights a week, they'll turn up three nights a week, or they've got enough fans to have you know pack stadiums three nights a week or four nights a week or whatever the case may be. Uh, that being said, I didn't actually think it was like eighty odd games a season when I signed up for it, but now I'm invested. Uh, I'm currently like I've been playing them on quick mode, so it's like five minute quarters right not quarters there there's three periods Hans. there's three oh. so periods right five minute periods is that is that, is that an imperial <laughs> thing or is that... i don't know i don't know but i have a lot of fun i mean i used to play hockey a lot uh until my mid-20s so a lot of that, most of that was field hockey. I did play a season or two of ice hockey when I lived in the States as a kid. Uh, I'm the only eight, nine-year-old kid that I know of that got sent off in a hockey game for purposefully tripping somebody up. 
Um, so like it brings back memories. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Like the, I'm playing on rookie, so I don't, it's not difficult. I get the puck in the net when I want to get the puck in the net. And you know, my, I think the, the, in actual hockey, the, the guy that scored the most goals, I think got like 97 in a season. Um, I don't think he quite cracked the hundred mark. Uh, my character at the moment, we've got a 10, 15 games to go, and he's sitting on two, 320 goals. So, so I am playing on easy mode. Yeah. Like, so, so you are playing against the bubble. It's AI. pretty much. <laughs> but I'm having a bit of fun with that. So I've been doing a bit of that. Um, Tiny Tina is still getting a little bit of a workout every now and then. Um, and I've downloaded a couple of games. There's, there's some good games on the X-Cross Game Pass at the moment, which are like multiplayer games. So they just released uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, which is like the old arcade game. I'm not uninterested. Well, it's on Game Pass. We can play it multiplayer. Um, and Fall Guys. Fall Guys is the most recent one, which they, they released. It's free to play. And it's your typical... Uh, what do they call it? Like PUBG and Call of Duty Warzone, where you know, you know those games where they drop a hundred people in and you know, they fight till yeah. one person's left. Yeah. Four guys is like that, except it's five rounds, and it's like it's a knockout or wipeout. So there are all those crazy sort of you know get to the end of the course with things knocking you off the field and and um, you know slime and all sorts of stuff so you know your first round you might have 20 people ejected and then slowly they get down to like nine or ten for the last one it's a bit of fun <laughs> but again yeah multiplayer free game pass actually i don't even think that one's game pass i think it's just free to play so um i did i did my first twitch stream for for a while the other night when i did the the giveaways that we did for for june uh while doing some lego in the background um i am definitely going to stream some four guys because i think that's going to be funny yeah no i can i respect yeah. that that is, that sounds that sounds reasonable <laughs> i haven't even looked at game pass or any of that for a while now i should I check them all fairly regularly because I'm always in need of something to sort of pass the time a bit when I'm not watching TV. Um, I haven't been hobbying. Let's be let's be perfectly honest. I put my elves and my Norse team together and I've done a little bit of paint on the elves, enough to tell them apart from each other. But hobby-wise, I haven't been doing much. It's just been... Xbox has been my release and most of that has been NHL because, you know, like I said, I'm, I think I'm 70 games in or something now. <laughs> so, um, you know, five-minute periods, it still adds up. And when you're scoring 10 times a game, every score, they run replays and, you know, you have to go back and there's the time stops while you get back into position and everything sets up again. And so those five-minute periods can are definitely not five-minute, five minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I suppose the other vaguely hobby ish type thing I've been doing is Lego. So I had a bit of a, 
a period where they had a 20% off sale at a store near work. So I picked up a couple of things there. Um, I recently got like the, the Star Wars, they released a couple of like, what do they call them? Scenes, I suppose, where they are you know, iconic scenes from the movies, the, the real movies. And I've got all of those now. So the first one they released, which wasn't quite in the series, but was done very similar, was the Darth Vader's meditation chamber with the little thing that comes down over his thing while he does what he needs to do. Um, that's kind of cool. <laughs> they they did a, the trench run from Star Wars, so the Death Star trench run, yeah. which was very cool. You got like a little X-Wing running away from three TIE fighters. Uh, Dagobah, so Yoda's... Uh, hut on that while he Luke tries to get the X-Wing out of the swamp and then the last one which I was graciously given let's say uh, is the trash compactor scene from the Death Star so that I've still got to put together but I did also buy they did a, a series of helmets so they've done a, yes. a, a few few for the Star Wars guys they've done some marvel ones as well you can get like venom and carnage and stuff like that uh, but i did pick up the batman one so i've built <laughs> batman's head and i did if any of you that tuned into the twitch stream saw me more or less finish that off i did the, there's an art series or whatever they do whatever they call it but it's basically nine plates of which you fill up these plates with various random colored circles and then when you put them all together they make a picture and very cool the one i got was a batman one so you could make either batman or joker or harley and of course i put joker together and so i finished him off yesterday so he is now downstairs because i'm not allowed to keep him upstairs because he looks too good so you've got to be downstairs for the whole family to see. That's not, <laughs> not a bad, bad thing. No, not a bad it? thing at all. Uh, but that's, I mean, it's, I suppose it's vaguely hobbyish. Yeah. That counts. I, I'm claiming it. <laughs> you've been doing a bit of painting stuff. Look, I have been doing a little bit. I'm still not as progressed as I would have liked to, but things keep happening. Um, that being said, I. I really have enjoyed – let's talk about Blood Bowl some more. Um, <laughs> that doesn't no, sound But like the concept us. of sevens, right, a Blood Bowl team is a relatively accessible. When you when you go from painting an army of things to painting seven models, like – or to painting even a, a, six, a full 16-man roster, right, that's so mm -hmm. much easier than painting an army of dudes. And then you drop it to seven. It's the best. My, I, I, so I am currently building sevens lists for like everything and being like, right, that's going in the list. That's going in the, on the backlog. Um, but I did do, so I did my vampires. So current uh, plan for next league is vampires. Um, so they are done and dusted. Um, they got, that was good fun. Um, 
again, playing with, you know, option, ways to do contrast. Um, so this was a lot of basically painting the whole model in black and white and then throwing contrast over it, um, which is really fun to be perfectly fair. Um, and I'll, I'll probably that's use That's my that. plan for the, for the College of Death team. I mean, they're sitting here, they're undercoated yeah. black. I will eventually dry brush them and then stick contrast over them, but that's the plan. Yeah, it is. It's just a really fun way to paint. Um, so I am I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, but I did, I wasn't sure when I started them whether I was going to run four vamps, four thralls or three vamps. Six thralls, I think, mm-hmm. is the the other one. Um, so I had to paint both. So I've done four vamps and six thralls. So I've almost got an 11s team, which is scary. Um, anywho, they be done. Uh, the next one on the list were my high elves. Yep. And here's where – so they're partially done. I already had a couple of linemen kind of painted um, from a while ago, which put me a little bit ahead. Um, so I grabbed – what am I running? Throw a catcher, two blitzers is the mm-hmm. positionals as, 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 you know, pretty standard thing. Um, not running the contrast. When I started painting the elms, I must have just come back from the Craft World Studios – uh, sort of seminar that they ran in uh, a while ago because I clearly decided I wanted to play with funky colors and, and weird shit. Uh, and now I'm trying to replicate that. <laughs> that was a while ago when you painted that first one, wasn't it? Yeah. And I painted two more that are close enough. And now I'm trying to do the positionals and I have no idea how I did it. And I'm trying to kind of reverse engineer it or at least come close enough that I can throw them all on the pitch and they look close enough. Um, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, and then from there, I have plans for lizards. They're definitely the next mm-hmm. one. Um, and then we'll see. I am currently – so I did purchase a couple more teams. Yep. Um, and this wasn't entirely my fault because the way this played out, right, is that two things happened. One is I sold my Infinity stuff. I decided I was never going to play that again um, and sold that off. And then um, Throw the Dice had their like swap meet day. And I couldn't make the swap meet my, uh, day, but our good friend Jared did make the swap meet day and took a whole bunch of my stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I – he I, – sold all of that on my behalf um and then i was given a whole wad of cash How much commission did you pay um wait in commission <laughs> i'm not sure i i honestly i don't know he just handed me a wad of cash and said that's what is yours and i said okay um so we will never know because <laughs> i can't remember what, i can't remember what i gave him and i can't remember what i priced it at to be honest um one of us is honest, I'm sure. Uh, so out of that, basically, I bought firstly a washing cure machine and some stuff for the mm-hmm. 3D printer, which was absolutely necessary. Um, but secondly, old friend was doing a bit of a bulk sell of some old Blood Bowl stuff. Uh, so I decided that I desperately needed all of those. Yeah. Um, and then I bought the, the Norse team as well. So... I, it's now easier for me to count up the teams I don't own. Um, 
and what this has resulted in is a a list on my phone of all of the teams I have in the order that I would like to play them. And that changes almost <laughs> daily. Oh dear. I mean it gets like that, doesn't it? Like I I mean I yeah. I'm planning on playing elves next season. I've got Norse assembled. I've got ogres painted and ready and haven't actually played a game with them. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean. And that and that is just that's just the standard teams that doesn't talk to Dungeon no. Ball. It doesn't you know, which there is a team looking at me uh just over yonder. Um but yeah, no, there's literally and some of those things, like the teams that I didn't actually have an interest in playing, but a couple of the teams that I bought off him were like converted or, um, you know, proxy teams and stuff that are actually kind of cool. And now I want to play Wood Elves, for example, because I have a cool ass looking Wood Elf team um, that I need to finish because <laughs> it was never finished. Like none of these projects are finished. Um, I never planned on playing Nurgle, but now I have a Grebo Nurgle team that I desperately need to paint. So that has to happen. Um so this is where my life has become. Um, so there is a, a plan to paint, look, at least the vamps, the elves, the lizards, and the dark elves are the, the next four on the list. And then we'll see. We'll see how deep the rabbit hole goes because um, there's a lot there. And I did start thinking about Chaos Renegades the other day when I realized you can actually fit three big guys in sevens. Oh, dear. Which is no. silly, um, and I don't. I don't own Renegade. Um, anywho, well, and then I think there is there is a Blood Bowl announcement coming next week. So, in general consensus is that it may either be to do with Blitz Bowl or it may be another team. Because they're about Maybe they're it's about team. due for another team. So, be interesting. Yeah. Especially if they if, if they do, redo vamps, that'll be interesting for you. Oh shit! That will if they're going to put in another fucking position. Oh, of course they will. Um, <laughs> that's what that's what'll get me. Ah, oh, so be angry. some sort of bats position. <laughs> oh, I could do that. Yeah. No, that's fine. A bats position. Actually, I'm looking at the model I would use. This is this is perfect. They're allowed to do that, but only that. Yeah, bats. Um, Um, so look there was a little bit of painting there um i did do a piece for the the hero Mm -hmm. comp that throw the dice ran a while ago that was fun what was more fun was getting the little pieces of feedback from the students that he had judge it have them in cards (laughs) somewhere um they were adorable um and the 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 sheer joy of the fact that the piece i put in which was basically a Amber Heard Queen mm-hmm. Mirror during the peak of the the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial um, and the feedback I'm getting around the the feminism of the piece that I've <laughs> Anyway, that was glorious. Um, finished that, started another little mini bust I bought a while ago that has literally sat there half done. I think I spent two sessions on her and then I got more excited about Blood Bowl. Um, so painted vampires. Um, and then I've had, I 
I've had an, a purchase and another one show up. So one of those Kickstarters that I backed like years ago finally showed mm-hmm. up. And I felt bad because the way this played out, right, is I backed it through uh, a, an Australian store called Stone, Stonebeard Miniatures um, who do a whole massive range of busts and like display models and stuff yeah. like that. Um Really, really good to deal with. Can thoroughly recommend. And he basically said, look, I'm going to back this as a retailer. Mm -hmm. So if anyone would like to back it and save themselves, I will bundle your order into my retail pledge. And then when they all come in, I'll do the distribution and logistics and all that jazz, Um, which seemed like a great idea. So I jumped in on that. And then being kickstarters and being the last two years and being manufacturing in china and all that jazz um everything's been delayed out the wazoo but because i'm not a direct backer of the kickstarter i don't get access to any of the updates so you didn't know what was going on so i had no idea neither did anybody who decided to back the kickstarter through his retail pledge who i assume jim who is a lovely guy has just been harassed doggedly by every single person going, um, I'm not angry, but is this coming still? Anyway, um, he was lovely about it, but eventually, um, not that long ago that showed up and I opened the box and I looked at the very, very pretty, uh, model that I'd clearly Mm -hmm. chosen taught and the box art that was painted by Sergio Calvo and put it in a cupboard because it's terrifying. Um, and I'm not sure if I will ever get to that uh, place where I'm confident enough to paint it, but it was pretty and I needed it. Um, and then speaking of exactly the same kind of thing, I saw the other day, uh, a piece, um, like almost like a little diorama type piece called Oz, uh, by Gabrielle Delotto. Um, and it's like a numbered limited run that I absolutely needed a copy of. It's gorgeous. It's got Dorothy and Toto and the lion and the scarecrow and the, the Tim man and stuff all, all kind of in a little pose on a log mm-hmm. and stuff. It's very pretty. I love the style. I love the overall thing and I'm going to get it and never want to paint it because it's terrifying. Um, but I absolutely needed to spend a couple of hundred bucks on that piece. And now let's see how long it takes to come from Italy or somewhere. Um, so there's, look, there's been a little bit of that. The, the mojo is high, but I just, I have a dream of getting a bunch of sevens teams kind of knocked off. So that's kind of taking hobby precedent at the moment. That's not bad. I did see. Yeah, I did see, um, uh, another throw the dice painting comp announced the other day, though. So we'll see. Legion. Mm. Star Wars. You have said already tonight how big a Star Wars fan you are. Look, I, I'm not. I, I don't dislike it. I'm just. I I have zero intention of purchasing something to paint for it, but we'll see. Legion, Legion's one of those games I'm desperate to to give a go. I really want to try it out. I've got so many models all painted up apart from one. Pretty sure it's just the one I, I haven't painted, which is Boba Fett, because I can't work out how to stick him on the base properly. Because I don't <laughs> want to stick him on that bloody clear plastic. No, no, no. So I've got to work out how no. to 
angle his foot onto something or I don't know. He's the only one I haven't painted. Everybody else has painted up rather nicely for me. So I'm desperate to, to have a go with this game. And I think Thursdays are the, it's pretty solid for Legion at throw the dice. Sounds yeah. like you've got a bit of following, yeah. So, yeah. Look, maybe. Do I buy more? I don't need more. Although I did hear that they're releasing Ewoks. Yes. And they're, which I find mildly amusing. Um, and I did also hear that they had released like plans or like a teaser for Gungans. <laughs> You're thinking about painting Jar <laughs> I know you are. Uh, yeah. For no other reason than it would, first, like I'm sure people would be irritated. Uh, I know they've they've done like a fifth um, team now or army. It's like a like Black Sun Collective or something. You know, it's basically your bounty hunter type yeah, yeah, criminal syndicate bad guy, basically. But you can have more lead it, and uh, I'm very tempted to get the more model. I don't know if I could paint it though, not with all those face tattoos and stuff. But he's intriguing. I think Mandalorian and the Child are coming as well, and yeah, there's all sorts of stuff. Oh, uh, so there's, there's been stuff tempting me. I haven't haven't bought any Blood Bowl stuff since the Elves, and I've been trying to work out if there's actually a team I want to buy that I don't own. And I don't. The Norse were the prettiest were, ones that yeah. they've ever brought out, and it's really hard to go back. Yeah, the now. lizards have been slightly tempting, but at the same time, it's just something about the GW lizards that just don't quite do it for me. No, there are, look, there are a few good third-party ones, but also with the GW ones, if you rip the braces mm-hmm. off, they they do look yeah, better. I'm, I'm, yeah, it's one of those ones. I don't own the Lizards team. I could own the Lizards team very easily. Uh, but yeah, now now I'm thinking, I mean, I've got two Dungeon Bowl teams. That's that's not very mm-hmm. many. But that I is mean, not considering how many. many games we've played, it's about time I start thinking about team number three. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I've got I've got a, I've got a team number three, but they're just not assembled. I've still got that College of Fire that comes in. There. Oh yeah, yeah, but nobody wants them. Um, that's not interesting. Although I could use them for Old World Alliance. Certainly could. Because I don't want to play College of Fire. I don't. Do think. you want to play Old World Alliance? But anywho, so. I mean, I'm almost at Pokemon <laughs> stage though. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, you are. You are. I mean, I'm. I've probably got a good chunk of Blood Bowl teams that I own, and a lot of them I can use. Like the elves, I could use for Wood Elves or Elven Union or High Elves. Really, I'm. I'm sort yeah. of making them a little bit different anyway, so they could be used for any of those. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I might have to have a look at the Dungeon Bowl. Just because mm. it's been a, it's been a while since I've bought something i did and then this will this will shock you i did buy something and i bought it because this is the shocking bit i went into guff i know like don't make that face at me but 
Uh, yeah, first time in months I've gone in. Look, I've, I've had issues with the customer service, let's say, in Guff. The the guy that runs it, Paul, he's a lovely guy, but like, especially the, the guys that are there when he's not there. I've had people say to me that they've been waiting five minutes in front of a staff member to make a purchase before literally throwing the thing down on the counter. Um, anyway, walked into Guff and I picked up something which I hadn't seen in any other shops for quite some time and which I figured I needed. Uh, I bought some Necromunda dice because we still need to play. We still need to play that. We do still and need it, to play. It, the, the dice are all funky and I figured that we need them. Are they funky, they are dice? funky dice? They've got like bullets on them and shots and yeah. <gasps> ammo yeah. dice. I miss ammo dice. I remember ammo dice. They were great. <laughs> so I picked them up. That's been the only purchase. So maybe maybe I start looking at whether I need half a Blood Bowl team to make up a third of a Dungeon Bowl team. <laughs> See if maybe... The, I mean, it sounds it does legitimate. Sound legitimate. Maybe there's people out there that want to split a Blood Bowl team with me. I mean, it depends I what team. Well, that's what I need to look at. You absolutely <laughs> need to look at that. Because, um, of course, I, I'm literally at a place now at the moment in my life where I'm like, do I need to have an 11s team for some of these? Am I going to play 11s with them? Do I only need seven? And then what do I do with the rest of the roster? Do I I mean, dungeon bowl it? Do definitely I... teams that I can't see myself playing 11s, but I would happily have a sevens team. Yep. Definitely. We, we've gone on to Blood Bowl I mean, quite considerably for a podcast, a, the shit podcast that we were going to talk about other things. I mean, we did spend a lot of time talking about things that well, weren't blah, blah, but all, all roads lead. <laughs> um, no, look, let's be clear. Um, I, I did have a moment the other day where I'm like, do I want to play new Necromunda or old Necromunda? I'm game. I don't, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter to me. I want to play it. I've got a team painted and ready. I want to play it. Yeah. Although, you know. I mean, you're, you're a step ahead of me. There's a big there. brain guy. He's part of my team. You seen that model? To some guy with the oh, I did see something overly large head, and he and I think this factored into my old Necromunda thoughts. I'm like, because they can't expand the range on that sucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I play more Mordheim, and I want to play Dungeon Ball. I definitely want to play more Dungeon Ball, and we need to get that multiplayer game of Dungeon Ball yes. happening, and more United, and. <laughs> Need more, need more days in the week. Damn it! Let's get a regular thing going. Yeah, but let's 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 really stipulate child-free days of the week. It is a thing. It is a thing. Anyway, you got anything else you want to talk about? No, I think that's. I mean, I think I've covered off most yeah, of yeah. this, right? I think we have. We, we talked about TV and and games and and hobby to as much extent as we could. We've had the musical interlude. That was probably, probably the highlight. Most definitely. I, I, I mean, everybody tuned off after 
three minutes after we said what this episode was going to be anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> it's, that's fair yeah. and reasonable. Uh, shall we talk about what's on? Why don't you put a timestamp on the episode so that people know when to tune back in? <laughs> Just ready the time. <laughs> All right. What is on? So let's talk about Blood Bowl. <laughs> All roads lead. Um, there, there. Look, there are two very important things you need to Three. be aware of. Uh, two and a half. All right. What's the third? Oh, I do know the third one. No, definitely three. I was right. Um, and by I, I mean you. But shh. Um, what's the most immediate? Oh, which is the one they need to know about first? Thoughtless. Thoughtless sevens. So, yeah, looking to start up end of this month. We are now in July. We are currently running demo games for anyone that wants to try out Blood Bowl, wants to give it a go, see if they want to join the league or just want to have a game to see what this game is all about. Tuesday nights, throw the dice, jump in our Discord, chuck in a message in the Blood Bowl chat and just say, hey, I want to play. And we will sort it all out. Yep. We've got enough shit to cover you for everything that you need. You need to just bring along your fine self and we will show you what it is about this game that grabs us. And then if you are interested, the Sevens League will start up end of this month. I haven't set an exact date because you know I want to make sure that everybody's got enough time to get that demo game in and decide if it's the thing for them or not we are currently sitting at do, 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 seventeen players that's that is a juicy yeah. league so I am going to split I already have started splitting just by team just by team so far so uh, we have two, and I'm hoping this is the way to do it on the website. I really need to make sure first. Two divisions. We have the rookie division and the amateur division. I thought that was appropriate for everyone involved. It's kind of the same thing. And all I've done so far is I've split up the teams that have more than one person playing them which at this stage is just two anyway. So I've got a Skaven team for each division. I have a Tomb Kings team for each division, and I have an Imperial Nobility team for each uh, division. Do you have a Wood Elf team for each Technically division? I do, because before Nubs uh, made his decision to play Wood Elves, I figured that the only other thing that I should probably split up was you and me. Being, yeah. you know, we are the ones that have been playing the longest. Maybe we should split up and then, you know, if there are issues in said division, each one of us can take care of it, you know, especially if it happens to be on different nights or whatever. So I split, I rolled some dice. And by dice, I mean I did this on my phone. So I chose a random number generator between one and two for these things. <laughs> so uh, you and I are split up, at, which 
just so happens that I have been put into the new division. Uh, so Nubs is still in the old division. So if he decides to play Wood Elves, then he can just stay there and everything is sorted. Yeah. Okay. So does this mean I see you in the finals? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely no. not this season. You will, you will see this somebody is... else in the finals. I will not. Um, <laughs> you said that last not, season and the season before. And in my defense, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, no, absolutely not going to happen this yeah, season. No, it's uh, it's going to be fun. You heard it here first. There is safe money. Um, <laughs> going to be fun. Look, you know, if we can get, I think we can get one more player and that'll take us to 18. So it's nine teams division each. Let's play some games. There's a lot, There's a of, lot games. of games, but it's going to be fun. So, and then we'll top two from each division will play off in the finals. Nice and easy, very straightforward. Yeah. End of July, we will start that. Uh, I'm thinking either the 20th or the 27th, depending on how people get organized, which is the Wednesdays, last two Wednesdays of the month. Get your shit together, yeah. people. And then fun and games ensue. So that's the first thing you yes. should know about. So, but after you join the league, because you're going to, you know, tee up a, a Tuesday night demo game, then you'd be like, this is the best thing in the world. Um, and then you're going to need to paint something. Yes, that's very true. If, so here's, oh, if only there was some opportunity to cash in on said painting. If only... And I mean, we are saying that at, you know a sevens team, you know, generally consists of seven models. But even if you only painted one of them, one's better than none. Even if you only painted a single humble lineman, a line person. Let's be person, politically correct. Line, line. Well, because they're not even all people, right? There's, line, there's a line and dwarves thing. and snotlings. <laughs> a line, a line. Being some sort of a line position. Yeah. If you paint a line, <laughs> not 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 snort. <laughs> Just one solid line. <laughs> Call it done. I really hope someone enters a base and just puts a line on it. <laughs> um boy, do we have the competition, the painting event. event. The painting shindig oh, for yes. you. So currently on our Facebook page, the July-August event competition. Now, sometimes, you know, you guys are probably not listening for the first time because nobody new comes to this. It's all the random, the, the suckers that we've had for X amount of episodes. Yeah, they always money yeah, and exactly. stuff. Um. You're probably used to the fact that we do giveaways each month or some sort of events every now and then. This is an event. This is a painting event. This is a grab a lineman person thing. Being critter. Line thing from a, any Blood Bowl team. Doesn't matter. And paint it however you want to paint it. Take a photo of it unpainted. Put it in the Facebook event, which is now up. Take a photo of it when you've painted it, put that up in the Facebook event or in the Discord. Discord's fine too. 
I will pay attention to both this time. Talking to you, Clinton. And at the end of it, somebody's going to win a prize. In fact, let's face it, you know, a couple of people are going to win prizes. Yeah. So what you do is you give us all your credit card numbers, and if one of them is lucky, <laughs> we'll send you a prize. Also, paint a yes. line. Paint a line. Profit. There is there is no bad there because you're going to need to paint at least a line for the sevens league that you've just entered. Um, and then you've got a sevens league that you've started playing in. You've realized how much Blood Bowl is the, the best thing that you have ever played. You've sold all of your other models for other systems because why bother with them? Um, and you've painting a you've team. You've got one-seventh of a team painted. You may want to play more than just a league. You may want a whole day of Blood Bowl. Hey. You want to want to dedicate an entire day to to throwing dice and block dice and, and dodging and failing go for it's into the end zone to score. A tournament, so to say. Some would call it exactly <laughs> that. In fact, we would call it exactly that um, because our – all systems go. Throw the, throw the dice, all systems go. Uh, it's basically a convention. There is a bunch of different games going on. Um, but importantly, there is Blood Bowl 7s uh, run by us. So you know it's going to be there. Um, it's definitely going to be there. <laughs> we are absolutely running Blood Bowl 7s as part of Throw the Dice, All Systems Go. It is... In August, there is a players pack, there is an event, there are tickets you can buy. You can play other games on the Sunday, but you definitely need to play Blood Bowl on the Saturday. Because let's face it, it's going to be the most fun. And you've already sold all the models for all your other systems because you've played Blood Bowl now and you realize you're the error of all of your ways. It's going to be the most fun you can have with your pants on. And let's face it, we don't care if you keep your pants on. Not no. mandatory. I'm not sure what the venue restrictions are, but oh, I'm not, it's not in the pack. It doesn't say you have to wear no. pants in the no. player's back. I saw nothing about pants or clothing of any type. Attire was not mentioned. ASG happening in August. Yes. See the Throw the Dice website for details. Uh, but yeah, get on, get in on that. So look at that three blood bowl things. You got thoughtless sevens. You've got the thoughtless line people painting event. Dang. And yeah, just to reiterate what I've said on the Facebook group, this is not a painting competition. We don't run painting competitions. This is, you know, have a bit of fun, do a bit of hobby. We will choose seemingly at random some winners for this event, uh, depending on what models we like the look of, what tickles our funny bone. How much money they've transferred into our bank accounts, any yeah, of those yeah, kind of things. Like the, it will not necessarily be the best painted one because that's probably going to be Jace's anyway. Oh, shit, do I have to paint or something? Or Alice's, one of the two. Yeah. Wow. So... Get involved. Let's have a bit of fun, and then yeah, jump on ASG. Let's let's show the other systems there yeah. how good this game is that we promote. 
way too much. TTD, A2M. <laughs> Be there. A2M. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, that's afterwards, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. My bad. <laughs> A2M, you caught me completely off guard then. <laughs> All right, it's late. Let's wrap this up. Uh, so let's leave. <laughs> if you haven't already, give us a follow. Uh, on Facebook, Spotify, Podbean, Twitch. I will be more, doing more Twitch uh, things throughout this month, especially. Uh, we are on OnlyFans. That is, that, <laughs> that is a thing. I haven't done much with it, but I I wanted more, more did it to see the expression on Jace's face when I said it. It's going to be almost as good as the one. Instagram, Facebook, Podbean, Twidbean, <laughs> Twitch, Patreon. Oh, I'm going to have to actually go to OnlyFans. <laughs> um, speaking of Patreon, all our events and giveaways and stuff are sponsored by paid for by our lovely patreon so thank you to all of you the last month we ran a patreon only giveaway we will do more of those i'm determined to get like a little uh, patreon giveaway pack going that we can give away once per month to a random patreon winner if you want to you can jump on board for as little as a couple of bucks a month and help support us and support the um the the giveaways that we do there are varying different levels that you can support us on there are some cool dice that you can get i do enjoy the dice i need to look no way to have those yes. it's okay <laughs> i'm panicked for a second right. I, i'm actually thinking of getting some more done i've got to talk to doomy give me doomy's details i want to get some patreon dice yeah cool. let's do that have you found us on OnlyFans? I haven't, but that's only because it wants me to log in and I've got my password. <laughs> that's all right. Um, thank you very much if you've listened to the two hours that we've been going. <laughs> we've been, this is, yeah, definitely. The TCG, the this, shit this used to be. <laughs> this used to be the it format. Did. Like all of our episodes were this. Maybe not. Oh, yeah, they were all around about this sort of length too. Like an hour and a half to two hours. How did people keep listening? I don't understand it. I mean, do we know they did? When it says downloads or listens, does it, it doesn't say how much of the episodes. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. Is it like 30 seconds and then it counts? Because we have way too many listens if that's not the case. <laughs> yeah, no, stop it. Be better people. <laughs> um, that's the moral There are many story. better things you could be doing with your time than listening to us. On that note... Laters. Stop listening. Catcha.
No!